Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of Crickets to Cha-Chings. My name is Lauren Keplinger, and I am here with you to talk about all things e-commerce. If you are new to this podcast, thank you for joining in. I'm glad you're here. Um, I love hearing from you, so I would love to connect with you. And um, I'm just really glad that you've taken the time out of your day to listen in and to learn with me, hear what I have to say, give me feedback, all the things. Um, so thanks for being here and um, let's jump in and get started. Today we are going to be talking about brand values. Does your brand or your business have values in it that you are conveying to your customers? And have you even really thought about the brand values of your business? Or alternatively, do you even think about it as a business and a company that would have independent values, which is a different conversation, but a very important one. In 2023, more than any other time, I would say buyers have become more and more conscious of the impact their purchasing decisions can have on the businesses that they are supporting and the customers themselves are seeking to direct purchases to businesses that they feel like they can get behind. Not just because of the product, but also because of the mission or the vibe or the person behind the business, however you want to word that. It's true in large corporations. We see it play out in the news all the time with people boycotting things or supporting things or even something like Chick-fil-A that's closed on Sunday. That is a value that they are promoting to the company at large of what their business stands for and who they are as a business. But I think it's even more true or equally as true maybe in supporting small businesses and creatives and artisans. Heck, even just the movement to support small businesses and move away from consolidating all of the purchasing power that you hold as a consumer into large corporations like Amazon or Walmart or whatever has had an impact and shows a value that you as the buyer are holding. I want to shop small. I want to buy from a small business owner or from a woman entrepreneur or a, you know, a mom that's running a business. That is a value that I am um, bringing to the table as a buyer to say, this is important to me to put my money behind what this person is doing and what they're standing for. Even if you think like, well, being a mom and running a business isn't standing for anything, it is. It is showing a balance, uh, a work-life balance. It is showing the ability to bring home income while you are also home with your kids or, you know, working towards the goal of being home with your kids or you just have young children or whatever. It's still bringing something to the table. It's not just a faceless business that doesn't have anything beyond just the products that it's selling. So what does that mean for you as an e-commerce seller and how do you incorporate values beyond just screaming from the rooftops and causing controversy, especially if you are not a scream from the rooftops and cause controversy kind of person? I am not, um, especially online. I don't really love the online platform of controversial topics. That's not really my vibe. 
So, um, there is still opportunity to have values and to convey values and to have strong alignment with values of your brand beyond just basically like politics and social issues. It does not have to be that. While social responsibility can be a brand value and more and more brands have taken a stance on social issues in recent years as they felt like they needed to, it does not have to be a piece of the value that your brand represents. But that is where your mind goes first of like, well, I don't want to talk about values in my business because I don't want to talk about politics in my business. It does not have to be that. I can't really imagine a time when Funky Monkey Children, which is my e-commerce brand, is going to have a strong political stance or even really a strong social responsibility aspect to it. It's not really my preference as an online business owner, although I do things in the community and vote and all of those things. So it's not like that's not a piece of me as a real life human being, but I run a monogrammed baby shop. It doesn't really scream, let's talk politics in the monogrammed baby industry. But I could have a social justice piece to that if I wanted to, I guess. Not necessarily like politics, but let's say I donated some of the profits of my business to foster care associations or some charity or nonprofit that had to do with babies and young children, something that was in alignment with the products that I'm creating and the customer that's going to be drawn to those products is gonna be somebody that has babies or young children, or they are like buying this for a baby or young child. So then all of a sudden it does have a stance in the world of social issues and social responsibility. And it becomes a part of the brand values that that customer could or could not identify with. So that would be a way of taking a social justice or social issue, I guess, if you want to talk about it that way. Um, without it being necessarily controversial. Hopefully nobody would find it to be super controversial to donate some of my profits to buy suitcases for foster children or something like that. But it still would be a value in a stance that you are taking of like, this is an important issue to me. Um, and it is also in alignment with the category that I'm selling in. Um, or the customer demographic that I'm selling in. And so this is going to be something that I am public with and, um, and I am taking that stance. If you don't want to go there though, which I completely understand, <laughs> it's still important to establish some values in your brand beyond just creating a product and selling that product. What does your product do for people? What does it provide for people? Not what does the actual product do, but what is the bigger picture beyond just the basic function of that product? In thinking about values as it impacts our online businesses, I want you to think about the connection that you have with your customers as actual people and how much of your own humanity and your own viewpoints or beliefs or priorities you're showing to your buyers and your potential buyers through social media, email, et cetera. Again, this does not have to be controversial topics. I feel like that is where people automatically assume how much of me as an individual am I showing to people um, doesn't have to be like all of my deepest, darkest thoughts and wants and dreams and whatever. It 
doesn't have to be highly personal to you as an, an individual. Your brand should have these values above and beyond your values as a person. So for instance, let's think about Walmart. Walmart's brand value is for lowest prices um, that they can provide. Basically, that is <laughs> that is why you go to Walmart. You go to Walmart not for the shopping experience, not for, you know, the extremely high quality items. You go there because it is the cheapest products. Um, they offer the cheapest prices. Think about something like Zappos. Zappos really started as a customer focused, like customer centric, high, high quality customer service um, idea. So they sell, you know, they started with shoes, they branched out a little bit beyond that, but it is like hassle-free returns. They pay for the return shipping. It's really fast. And so it's very convenient. Convenience would be one of their brand values. Um, and just very customer oriented. So it is it is above and beyond the customer service experience that you expect from a company. Um, those are values that they're communicating to you. In today's world, people are no longer just concerned with just the quality of the product or just the functionality of the product. They want something more. They want to establish a deeper connection with the brands that they choose to support, especially the brands that they come back to again and again and again. The connection is centered around shared values and the priorities of those values. So how high are you prioritizing this value in your life? For example, Patagonia. Patagonia is a really good example of someone that has taken a strong stance on environmental sustainability, fair labor practices, uh, climate change. They have spoken out about these things. They have also spoken out very bluntly about not running ads on Facebook or on Meta, uh, Facebook, Instagram, whatever, because Meta has allowed a lot of disinformation about climate change and things that are important to Patagonia to take over its platform and they don't do a good job of monitoring it. Now, I can choose to make a decision to purchase or not purchase Patagonia products based on what I think about the values or where I stand on those values that they've set forth, but I'm not uninformed about where they stand. They have taken a stance. As small businesses or solopreneurs, we have a unique ability to connect with customers and show our values and priorities to them as business owners, both as individuals and also as the brand, depending on how comfortable you are with showing some of the behind the scenes, this is like me in real life kind of stuff. When consumers feel a value-based connection with the, the brand, they are likely to develop a higher level of brand loyalty and a higher and deeper level of trust to that small business. For example, one of my values in this coaching business is trustworthy authenticity. If you are here because you want someone to tell you that you can work three hours a week and make a million dollars a year, I am not your girl. This is not the right podcast for you. Um, this is not the right place. If you want every single podcast episode to be rah, rah, uplifting and never talk about the downsides of things, never talk about struggles, 
um, and never tell you anything other than the positives about e-commerce and Etsy and all the things, I am also not your girl. But if you want real talk, if you want a real peek behind the scenes, and if you want somebody that's gonna teach you the path to succeed in e-commerce without dumbing it down or making it oversimplified or promising you things that just aren't going to happen, you are not in fact going to make a million dollars working three hours a week, um, or to tell you that it's gonna be like so easy and so fast and you know everything's just gonna fall into your lap and money's gonna rain from the sky. Um, and then you wonder what's wrong with you when that doesn't happen for you. I am here for that larger conversation. But that has been a really conscious and deliberate decision on my part in moving forward with the coaching piece of my business through this podcast and other things because of not only who I am as a person, it would be very difficult for me to just give you like a whole bunch of false information about how easy it's going to be and, you know, basically just lie to you. I don't, that's not really me. I'm kind of more of like a blunt person that kind of just tells it how it is. It tells it how it is. Um, but it also speaks to who I want to be listening to this podcast and who I want to be coming to me wanting to work with me as a student. So I want people to want to work with me who are going to value what I'm doing and value the teaching that I'm providing and the experience that I have and who are not looking for overnight quick fisk fixes or expecting like the super easy street. If someone is coming to this podcast or to my coaching business in general, looking for, you know, making a million dollars in three hours a week, then for Pete's sake, I hope that they unsubscribe quickly from all the things because I am not right for them and they are not right for my business. They're not right for me. Um, so that sweet spot in business is when you have people who are right for you, who value what you're doing, value what you are adding to their lives through the, your products, your customer service, the values that you're conveying. And so then they're loyal to you and your company. Research has shown that customers are willing to pay a premium for products and services from brands that exhibit strong alignment with their values. A perfect example um, from a recent situation that I was thinking about is that I am really passionate about not using pesticides in my yard. And therefore I spend like half of my life pulling weeds because we're not spraying them. That's a conscious choice for me. Um, I'm not an idiot. I know about the existence of Roundup and stuff like that. And so I am consciously and purposefully and very adamantly choosing not to use those products. If I start looking for someone, a landscaping company or a landscaping person to help me in my yard, I'm going to be looking for companies or for individuals who align with the values that I hold about what I'm looking for. 
So while I might be price comparing between this company who holds similar values and this other company who also holds similar values, I am not price comparing those against someone who is undoubtedly going to be cheaper because they're going to take care of all my weeds by just spraying them and killing them, which doesn't take nearly as much time so then they can charge a lower price. It's not a comparison there because the values that I'm holding in this situation are more important to me than the pricing. I do wanna to touch also as we talk about values on a really important piece of this conversation, which is authenticity. When I talked about one of my coaching values being authenticity, um, that is one way of using that, but it's also really important to be authentic in the values that you're promoting and to think about what is really important to you and to you as the brand owner to convey in the values of your brand. And I'm not talking about like Instagram authenticity, which is really like kind of the opposite of um, the actual definition of authenticity. I'm talking about actually aligning your brand with the values that you hold as a company or as an individual. Consumers today are highly discerning and they can sniff out insincerity from miles away. <laughs> I recently heard the term virtue signaling um, and I think it hits the nail on the head. The public expression, this is how they define it on Google, the public expression of opinions or sentiments intended to demonstrate one's good character or social conscience or the moral correctness of one's position on a particular issue. So taking a stance about something basically like for the social accolades that come with that, even though it's not really in alignment with what you really think, or it's not something that you've ever really had any background experience or interaction with. We've all seen this play out in plain sight on social media and in, in media in general, where the brands are or even individuals, I've seen this play out with individual brands like coaches and stuff like that, where they are so clearly jumping on this bandwagon of values that they have never lived out in the past and obviously don't really care about that much just to reap the benefits of it. So nothing really changes in their business. Like it's one thing to not have lived it out in the past, but now you've learned and now you're gonna do better and do differently and whatever. But then there are people who like jump on this bandwagon, they talk about this value, they're very public with it, but then absolutely nothing changes about the way that they are running their business. So it's obviously not really something that they value. Don't do that. <laughs> it's not a good look. It's the opposite of bringing in people that align with those values and it's just really off-putting in general. But if you haven't thought about your brand values, I would highly encourage you to do so. There are so many e-commerce sellers who don't really think about their business as a brand in general. They kind of just think about it as a collection of products. Um, so I would encourage you to think about your vision for your brand as a brand. What does your brand stand for? It could be quality. It could be social responsibility, like we've talked about convenience, value, low prices, personalization or a personalized experience, empowerment, education, trustworthiness, promoting authenticity in your customers. We see this a lot with like beauty products and stuff. Um, sustainability, 
health and well-being, on and on and on. It really could be anything that you have a passion for, that you have an opinion on, and a feeling of importance and priority of this value system that you hold. But it's important to have values. It's important to think beyond just the surface level function of your products or your collection of products in order to have those values that not only set you apart from your competition, but also give your brand this personality unto itself or this value system unto itself apart from you as an an individual or even as a part of you as an individual and then the brand owner, it can go both ways. Um, But it allows your brand to begin to stand on its own two feet of having these things that define the characteristics of the brand and the priorities of the brand that your customers can choose whether or not they align with those same things. I hope you found this episode to be super helpful and enlightening about your next steps in your e-commerce business and developing your business and your company as a whole. I would love to connect on Instagram if you have any questions or want to just start a conversation about where you're going with your products, what you see the future of your business being and how you're gonna get there. I would love to hear from you. At lauren.keplinger is my Instagram um, and I hope that you will connect with me there. I'll see you next week. Bye for now.